Hello. Welcome to the Accountable Love Podcast, where love means being accountable. My name is Aziz, and today we're going to discuss reactive, proactive, and active emotions. Are you emotionally intelligent? Do you know what being emotionally intelligent is? Yes, we define the term, we look up the term, we dissect the term, but do we truly understand how to apply the term? In this week's podcast, we're going to discuss three components of an emotional intelligent person or being in an emotional intelligent relationship. We're going to discuss being active, proactive, and reactive emotionally. That's how you know you're emotionally intelligent when you go through the steps. Listen to the podcast. Remember, listen, learn, and apply. As we discuss in the intro, we're going to discuss proactive, active, and reactive emotions. And like we tell any of our builders, any of our listeners, anybody we want to talk to or can't talk to about relationships, as love snarls, we talk about defining terms. So the first thing we're going to do is define the terms. Active emotions. It's just feeling the emotion, whether it's something that's real, whether it's something that's false whether it's a figment of our imagination, you feel it, it's active, it's present. It's something that you believe is going on. So active emotions is just the existing emotion that is presently being felt. So that's the first thing that you feel in any situation of of an emotional response. It's active, it's present. Now we could discuss or we could define Proactive emotions. So proactive emotions, it means that you're actively feeling the emotion, but you take a step back and look at how the emotional response will affect your future actions, how it affect your future relationships, how it affect the future of the discussion. Is it going to be productive? Is it counterproductive? You take a step back before you actually engage in the emotion. Is the emotion real? Is the emotion valid? Is this person that's evoking the emotion, is it coming from a new place? Is it coming from an old place? Is it coming from a past situation, a past trauma that has nothing to do with that person? Proactive, being proactive with your emotions is identifying the emotions and understanding how the emotions will benefit you or affect you going forward before you react. Now, that brings us to defining reacting emotions. It's just the action of responding. So a reactive emotion is the action of responding. So you can respond to an emotion after you actually thought about it in a proactive way, or you could just respond just when you feel the emotion, when it's active, and you just respond without thought without reason, without understanding. The fact that you're feeling it, you respond to it. And that's reacting. So now we're going to discuss when to use these emotions. When is active emotion, proactive emotion, and when to use reactive emotion. So if you see or you heard the definition of each emotion, each emotional response, 
you see reactive is a definite. It's something that you're going to have regardless. A reaction to a whole bunch of different stimuli in life. Whole bunch of different conversations, a whole bunch of different, you know, interactions, crossing the street, waiting for the train. You're going to have a certain emotional response because it's a part of who we are. That's a part of our system. That's a part of our DNA. We're going to have emotional responses. Now, what you're supposed to do when you are, what are you supposed to do when you encounter these emotional responses? You're supposed to be proactive. Proactive, meaning that you take in the emotional response and see how it's relevant. See if the person across from you deserves the reaction. You take it in. You think about it before you respond. All it is is taking a step back, thinking about it, assessing it before you actually respond. So. When you're being proactive, you're thinking about your emotions. You're studying your emotions. You have a clear understanding of the emotion. And you not only understand what the emotions are, but you understand how these emotions will affect you going forward and affect your relationships going forward. So sometimes we are impatient. We have an emotion. We feel anxiety. We feel discomfort. There's a lot of feelings we feel. Now, when is the anxiety irrational? Somebody pulls out a gun, you're going to have anxiety. You're too close to a train, you're going to have anxiety. You're on a roller coaster going up, getting ready to get started, you're going to have anxiety. These are responses that are healthy responses. They're alerting your body and letting your body know that you're in danger, you're in trouble, you have anxiety. You prep for a test, you prepare, you prepared as much as you can. You have had a discussion with somebody that you care about for a long period of time. And now y'all came up with a plan and you're executing the plan. You still are anxious about that plan. That's unrealistic because it's out of your hands. Once you are, you're prepared and you prepared yourself for something, it's out of your hands. Be proactive, understand your emotions and understand how it's affecting your stress, how it's affecting your relationships. If you're proactive and you study your emotions and you understand when there's a adequate response to something and when it's not adequate, meaning that it's unrealistic or it's unreasonable. That's the key to being proactive. Sometimes we don't need to react. Sometimes we should react. The outcome should be beneficial and positive. You only want to react on an emotional response when it's going to enhance the relationship. Sometimes it's negative in a moment. But it's going to have a positive response, meaning a person picks on you and you respond to them picking on you in a manner where you might, you know, retaliate. You might combat it. And it's a negative response in the moment because now you're in a fight. But now it's going to cause that person to think twice before harming you. Right. So we all know it. That's now going to be a negative response in the moment because it's going to now cause a fight, conflict. But now it brings peace later because this person is going to think twice before entering your space, before picking on you, before touching you, because they know there's going to be a response that they can depend on the next time they do it. So if they're ready for a fight the next time, then that's what they'll get.
But if they're not ready for a fight, they think twice. So we have proactive responses. We need to know if it's going to yield a positive outcome. Now we have reactive emotions. Now you react to the person. You yell at a per you 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 know you raise your voice with your child when you let them know this is the fifth time I spoke about something. You you know you tell your spouse that they're not paying attention to you. So you elevate your voice to let them know that there's a heightened response or a heightened importance to what you're saying now because you're tired of saying the same thing. There's nothing irrational about that. I understand people say stay calm. I understand people always preach, you know, Stay, stay in your pocket, stay in the pocket. But in those responses, you're allowing your voice, you're really being proactive and thinking about your responses. And you're elevating your voice for some form of stimulation or some form of importance to what you're saying. So you have meaning to why you're doing it. You're not out of control. You're within control. But you're letting the person know that you're fed up. You're letting the person know this needs to be addressed. You're letting the person know that there's going to be an unfavorable outcome if they continue to do what they do. You react. Now there's reactions where a person hugs you and you shiver away, even though you enjoy the person's contact. There's reactions where you yell at a person and they weren't a part of your frustration. You had a long day or hard day getting to work. There's a reaction where you just decide to respond and cheat on your partner and cheat on somebody. That's just responding without thinking, proactively thinking how it's going to affect the relationship. You're horny. You feel unappreciated at home. You you didn't talk to anybody about these feelings, but you just reacted to the feelings, whether they're valid or invalid. Give people a chance to respond. Be proactive about it. Don't cheat. Don't go across the threshold. But you cheat anyway. Curiosity. You just act on it. You don't think about the ramifications of your actions. You just respond. This is where a lot of people go to jail. They just respond. They just react. And I'm not talking about the criminals. I'm talking about people that are usually on point. People that are usually... I'm not going to even say law binding, but usually I'm morally on the right side of things. And one response changed the rest of their life. They wasn't proactive. They just re, they just was reactive. You know, you have sex, but you're not ready to have children. You're not being proactive because sex can possibly lead to children. When you have sex and when you're teaching your children about sex or even as adults, when we're discussing having sex, think about the ramifications. STDs, long-term diseases, children. These are things we need to think about before having sex. Yes, we can be horny. Yes, we can be in a moment. Yes, we can get caught up in the moment. Yes, we have a lapse of judgment. That's all reactive. Those are all terms that justify us just reacting versus I'm having sex with this person and I understand that this may be the father of my child, may be the mother of my child. This then this person has been tested and I truly trust them. This person is in good health. They thought about it. We have a commitment. We have an agreement. We are invested in each other's lives 
going forward. This person will not harm me by cheating and doing things that will harm me. You thought about it and then you decided to share your body. Then you decide to move forward. This is what I'm talking about. It's easy to explore, enjoy yourself. These are the things that you find joy in. But anybody that is dealing with proactive emotions, they find joy in moving forward in a reactive stage, knowing that it's going to benefit or yield positive results. So that's where you typically get joy when you are a proactive person. But when you're dealing with proactive emotions, you're now saying these are emotions that I can react to that's going to allow me to get a positive outcome or the intent is for a positive outcome, right? Person that is reactive typically gets into their rebels. They get into issues in their relationships, within their relationships without really thinking. A discussion or argument goes longer than it needs to go because what? We're insecure. We want validation. We want to be what they say want to be right. But really, it's all about validating self as opposed to preparing or repairing, excuse me, or actually having the argument or having the discussion with the intent to evolve, with the intent to progress as, as a unit, to get on the same page, to connect, to bond. No, it's all about self-preservation. It's all about what I'm about. It's all about independence. It's all about getting my voice heard, not connecting or coming up with a common ground or common agreement. So when we're talking about reactive people, we're talking about a lot of reactive emotions. There's no reactive person. People do react. People have a tendency more some people have more of a tendency of reacting, but they're just dealing in reactive emotions. They're all about emotions. They're not about thought. They're not about thinking about it. They're about using the habits that they have to dictate their emotional responses. And then they react to the emotional responses. Do you see how these things can be in unison? They can come together, but separate and not going through the steps in the process, they can cause further havoc. So I'm not saying reacting is a part of the process. So having a reactive emotion, it's not a bad thing. It's just a bad thing when it's out of turn. If you just active and then going into reactive, there's a problem. Because you didn't think about, you didn't proactively think about the emotion and the outcome of the emotion. That's what proactive emotions are there for. That's what allows us. This is the process of being emotionally intelligent. I didn't say, okay, this is emotional intelligence. This is a discussion about emotional intelligence because I wanted you to really discuss or I wanted to really discuss the components of emotional intelligence without putting a label on it until we actually went through the different sections of emotional responses. So when we're in our active emotional state, we're just feeling the emotion. We have a comfort within the emotion. We understand, we're identifying. We know that this is where we're at. This person hugged us, we feel good. We think about who's hugging us, we embrace. Sometimes a person's hugging us and they just did something wrong to us. We take a step back, though it may feel good, we pull away because proactively we know this may lead to intimacy, sex, a you know, a closeness, uh, Premature, premature forgiving them, reconciliation, 
when we really need to look at our value, right? So they hug us. It feels good. It feels nice. It feels very comfortable, right? It feels familiar. But this person just harmed us. It's not the time to hug. It's not the time to provide me affection. It's the time to take a step back and have a discussion about what was done, why it was done, and how you're going to rectify what was done. I have value. So you have to accomplish those three steps before we can get there. And how do I know that? Because I proactively looked at the emotion before you responded and hugged me. I understood that you did something to harm me. So I processed, processed my anger. And not in a way where I'm going to be belligerent. The relationship, we should be progressing as a unit. And when you go outside and do independent things that's going to cause our relationship to disconnect, or cause our relationship to part, then think about that. You did that. Now you want to give me a hug? No. Proactively, we have to go through the process of reconciliation before we can get there. We have to see if we have what it takes to reunite. So a hug may feel good in the moment, but I'm not going to react. But then, let's say we react. Then we wind up having sex. We wind up hugging a person, giving them false hope that we're okay. We wind up, there's a lot that goes with it. Now look at where it just went from active to reactive. We re responded to something without thinking about it. Think about that. Once we went from react active to reactive, we now in a worse situation. Because not only did this person harm us, but we brought our value down by saying you can harm us and you're still going to get some form of benefit from it. That's a problem. So those are, that's an example of when you go out of order, causes your relationship habit. You're now having a discussion with a child. You're asking the child to pick up this toy, pick up this toy, pick up this toy, pick up this toy. Now, we understand there's a difference between a three-year-old child, a five-year-old child, a 10-year-old child, 15-year-old child, right? We understand that there's different developmental stages. We understand where our child is. If we really took the time to truly understand it. But at the same time, we get frustrated repeating ourselves. When we're there three, we have to take a step back and say they're truly learning. So we may have to repeat ourselves multiple times to get them to where they need to be. That's now taking a you're actively frustrated. Take a step back. You're proactively looking at your emotion. And now you're reacting by changing your course of action to get them to do the desired outcome. They're five years old. You may have a sterner voice because you learned three, four, you've been learning for years. So you know better. So you get a stern voice, but it's control. See this. I'm, I'm frustrated. I yell and scream and I'm harsh. And now I, break down this person or this child's spirit. Because let's be honest, at five, they know better, but their impulse control is not up to par. So now what do you do? Take a step back. Explain to the Listen, I'm getting frustrated. You explain to them, right? Because now they need to understand what their actions are causing you and in turn get them to understand this is a relationship. So if I'm asking you to do something for the betterment of the whole, 
You are not doing it. Now I'm frustrated. Now the relationship may be fractured. I'm now I'm raising my voice or getting more intense because I'm showing you the sternness and the importance of doing things when when they are asked of you. And then I'm reacting by now adding that sternness to my voice. But you see, I'm more controlled than that. I'm not out of control. I'm not just responding to being frustrated. I'm frust- I'm using frustration as an understanding that it's an active emotion. I need to look at where I'm going with this emotion, how I'm going to utilize this emotion for, for gain, and then I'm moving forward with it. So I really want y'all to really start thinking about how could we become more emotionally intelligent? How could we look at going through this process and speeding it up? Because obviously you got seconds in between, but those seconds can change a whole lot of things. Just those seconds without going through the proactive stage. A lot of us don't go in the proactive stage, but I want to also add that being proactive is looking at your emotions when you're not in that place. Yes. Studying them when you're not in that place. So you also can be proactive and having a clear understanding of these emotions when they take place, having information about the emotion, thinking about the emotions and thinking about what makes those emotions arise and think about how can we use them in a positive and negative way. Studying it, yes. But I'm more talking about what's happening in real time, the process in real time. So there's still a proactive process to it in real time because you're feeling the emotion taking a step back. So not only are you feeling the emotion, right? Because proactive is supposed to be before active, right? It's supposed to be pro, right? So now you're taking a step back. So taking a step back means you're going out of the active stage. It's not like the normal active, proactive, active, reactive. It's not like that normal stage. When you're dealing in your emotional responses, you feel the emotion first. Yes. Did you proactively study it? Do you proactively, proactively identify? Do you have a clear understanding? Yes. But in the moment, you have to take a step back. So that's why I'm saying it's a proactive emotion. It's not just a proactive state because that's the learning portion of it, right? That's the before the emotion happens. That's before all the emotions arise. You creating habits to understand and identify the emotion so you don't respond as loosely as you would if you don't understand the emotion. So that's the understanding portion. I'm talking about within the engagement of the argument or engagement of the response or engagement of the emotion. You should first identify, which is active, being proactive is taking a step back and identifying is this something that's going to be a pro or is something that's going to be a con? Is it worth responding to the emotion, being reactive, or is it not worth being reactive? Or having a reactive emotional response. So this is where we're at constantly. We're constantly in flux. Having a clear understanding, slowing it down, slows you down, and you'll get more of a desired outcome. Will we fall short? Of course. But you want to be a person that, in most cases, you have a desired outcome. Because that's the point of living a great life. That's the point of being accountable. That's the point of being accountable in love. That's the point of being in an accountable relationship. It's to take a step back. It's to slow everything down. Stop acting like everything is fast paced. Everything has to be fast paced. This is your relationship. These are your commitments. These are people that you're actually involved in life with. And when you're dealing with outside people, you have to have those people in mind as well. Because everything that you respond to 
have a reactive emotional response to, it in turn may affect them. So understand, most times we are doing this or we're talking about our relationships, but I want you to see how even outside of those relationships, what you do outside of those relationships still affect what happens in the relationship. So you have to use this practice also outside of your relationship and when having a relationship to the world outside of your relationship. You want to look at it and say, I want to identify the emotion. I'm active within the emotion. I want to be proactive by taking a step back and seeing if this emotion is worth engaging in. Is this emotion something that I can find a way to proactively use this emotion to make sure that when I do react, we get a desired outcome. We get a favorable outcome. And not just for me, but for everybody involved. So I want y'all to think about active, proactive, and reactive emotional responses or emotional stages. And once you understand those things, every emotion that fits into that box that you're feeling, you have a clear understanding when to let, when to go forward, when to step back, when to, you know, embrace, when to disconnect all together. And those will guide you. Because now you're emotionally intelligent. So it's not saying you're stripped of your emotions because you should fail. It's saying that now you're using your heart and your mind in unison to now get the desired outcome. And they're not in conflict. They're in one state going forward. You're accountable for your actions because you believe in the way you acted emotionally. All right. This has been another Accountable Love podcast. My name is Aziz. And remember, listen, learn, and apply. All right, enjoy.